Goodyear had something special going for it. In order to understand where we're going, we have to understand where we've been. I do appreciate that we are starting something new. The new is a wheel reinvented. Both Brenda and I moved to Goodyear in 2005, and that's when the city had a big vision for a vibrant city center. I drank the Kool-Aid. Good friend Brenda so Bernardi joins me for a ride back in time. Let's just be honest, we all thought we could make it special. Brenda knows the city inside and out. She and her husband, Sean, have attended many city events, and Brenda served as the chair of the Goodyear Arts and Culture Commission. She also was a committee member of the All-America City Award delegation in 2008, and that's where we met. And like me, she's not hesitant to point out a feeling most of us residents have. I think there's a stigma to living in the West Valley. Goodyear is located west-southwest of Phoenix. It's a linear city of about 190 square miles. 105 years ago, though, it was just 16,000 acres. Today, Interstate 10 divides the city north and south. We have these hearts all over the city now. Today, south of I-10 is where you'll find the Goodyear Ballpark. If you use GPS, you'll notice maps designating an area here called the City Center. It's a vision with clear planning that began way back in 1987. In fact, beginning in the mid-80s, newcomers were really excited about the possibilities of what this area would become. We were sold on that. When we bought our house out here, we were supposed to have a mall. We were yeah. supposed to have all these great, fantastic things. Well, and I was sold on the idea that we would have a city center. Now it's it's in a completely different place. That place was to be the four quadrants surrounding Yuma Road and Estrella Parkway. Imagine Desert Edge High School to the northwest of the center. In Goodyear's general plan of 2003, these 200 acres were to include various residential, employment, and municipal uses. This Goodyear City Center specific area plan was adopted in September of 2006. There was a vision for this destination. I feel like the vision has been lost a little bit. It was quite the vision. In fact, it was really well thought out. And so the ballpark is standing on its own and there's it's not a destination anymore. The path of wind determined where residential would be built versus community space. A plan was in place to preserve mountain views. Storefront facades took into consideration pedestrian comfort with addition of awnings for friendly streetscape and a southwestern contemporary theme with colors of natural desert and accent shades of rose, maroon, and purple. A realigned road would create a larger core. A walking path, water features, the arroyo and the trail would work together to create a unique public space for public festivals, events, and comfort. And a trolley system and potential light rail corridor was being considered. Goodyear has, could be very vanilla could be very just like this structure. But once you dig deeper, you find that diversity, you find the history, and I think that's what we really need to embrace. From the start, the citywide plans included the concept of a core area where municipal businesses and citywide activities and attractions would be located. The plan created four character districts, and note, no drive-throughs were permitted with any part of the city center. The Northeast District would have a hotel, entertainment, office and retail space. The hotel population was expected to augment the volume of visitors, adding to the vitality and critical mass to support all of the retail, restaurants and services. 
The post office, today's post office, well, it would have been rebuilt a little bit further north or to the northeast, but it still would have been connected to this district. Um, we need a bigger post office or more post yeah, offices. The southeast would preserve views of the Estrella Mountains. Site planning called for screening of those service docks from public view. The southwest district, mostly residential, would include green space for passive and unstructured active recreation. And row houses would front Goodyear Boulevard. The northwest district, my personal favorite area, was billed as the heart of the city center. The view of the White Tank Mountains to be preserved while people would celebrate at events and festivals and enjoy a library, museum, and performance space. It's also the area for a city hall and civic space. And as Brenda points out, it was a plan that brought us all together in one central location. Whether you live in Pebble Creek or up the hill in Estrella, we'd all have an area in the middle of the city to gather. You know, you could go to the ballpark, you could be entertained, our city events could happen right here, but now we're really divided. Goodyear's newly constructed city center is not centrally located. It's now north of I-10 with a cost upward of $80 million. Now we have, now we have a, a, spa a rental space here. We have a rental space at the rec center. We're gonna have a rental space at our city hall. What else is missing? The Performing Arts Center. In 2007, Mayor Jim Cavanaugh led the way for finding a developer for the civic portion of the Civic Center. And the vision had refined to include the key to its success, two universities. I drank the Kool-Aid with the vision of let's have a central campus, let's have a university there, let's uh, oh, yeah, bring students in. In fact, that part of the vision was one of the assets which led Goodyear to winning the All-America City Award in 2008. I really thought that that was like a golden ticket. And if you look at downtown Phoenix with ASU, there was a lot of cart and horse, chicken, egg with what needs to come first what to, in order to make downtown Phoenix a vibrant cultural center. And it ended up being students. You put students down there, they need groceries, they need coffee, they need books, they need entertainment. That was part of the vision of bringing universities here that we lost out on. Brenda was a committee member of the delegation and I was the lead writer. We both traveled with the delegation to Florida where we helped the city win the prestigious award. Goodyear was very deserving of the recognition. It had collaborated with neighboring cities to widen I-10 resolve skate park issues with teen input, and the city had successfully recruited those two universities. The city's 2008 In Focus magazine explained the award was like getting a five-star rating, the Nobel Prize of civic engagement. Quote, soon people who drive I-10 will see freeway signs, will put up light pole banners, businesses will have the logo in their windows. But as Brenda and I drove through the city this week, it occurred to us, that signage is gone. But that's actually uh, some new art signs oh, wait, that they work. That was, mm -mm. no, that was, they took down? them down. And they replaced them with some uh, variety of artistic cactuses. Oh my goodness. Well, now I can feel that. They worked hard on that award. Not only is the signage gone, the logo has disappeared from the main page of the city's website. And now I can't help but think about how those early framers of the original city center felt 
when their hard work was seemingly erased. The city of Goodyear kindly responded to our question about the logo's disappearance. While our work has not been forgotten, the city explains a 2008 logo's design can provide the appearance that its materials are outdated. The recession of 2008 hit Goodyear hard, and while the city center isn't today what was planned then, Brenda does feel the city leaders of the 80s would be satisfied. I still think that they would appreciate the fact that we have something, that we've built something, that we've made a mark. My only hope is that we don't forget our past and that grand vision for what this city can truly be. Thank you for listening. In the next podcast of Jen and Friends, Brenda and I take a look at how the Ziz came to be at the Goodyear Ballpark.